Welcome to Platypod, the official podcast of the Committee for the Anthropology of Science, Technology, and Computing. Here, we host dialogues and conversations about the theories, tools, and social interactions that explore questions at the intersection of anthropology and science and technology studies. This bonus content is a reading from Platypus, the Castag blog. Enjoy! Climatic Futures and Tree Responsibility Can Urban Forests Restore Human-Tree Relations? Introduction How do we account for the agency of trees in our anthropocentric worlds? By what methods, representations, and relations of care can these sentient beings claim existence as more than data entry points and statistical figures? In this post, I turn our attention to the problem of the taken-for-granted responsibility of trees as a panacea for climate change and propose instead a practice of thinking with and becoming with trees, as referenced by Haraway 2016. I focus on the ecological and ethical complexity of transposing tree ecologies, as it overlooks questions of justice and climatic futures through the Miyawaki urban forest in Pakistani cities. An attention to braided knowledge, as articulated by Kimmerer 2013, manifests not just in how trees are cared for in gardens and arboretums, but also in how urban forests are planned to make a city more inclusive, aesthetically pleasing, and healthier. Inspired by Haraway's insistence to take responsibility as collective knowing and doing an ecology of practices, I invite us to think with trees as markers of belonging, emotion, and wisdom for not only times past, but for futures to come. Since its inception in 2020, the government of Pakistan has applauded Miyawaki urban forests as the best way to fight pollution based on its efficiency to grow 10 times faster, 30 times denser. The development of these urban forests was encapsulated under a nationwide plan for Pakistan presidential campaign to restore Pakistan's depleted forest cover and address environmental damage. Amidst the global climate crisis, tree plantation campaigns such as the Miyawaki urban forest are often seen as a panacea to offset the deteriorating effects of climate change in cities. The plan for Pakistan campaign is more popularly known in media and official discourses as a 10 billion tree tsunami afforestation project. The use of the word tsunami gestures to the intensity by which almost 10 billion new saplings will be planted as well as the quickness by which they are expected to transform urban and non-urban landscapes as green havens. However, trees are neither solitary beings nor are they disposable entities without agency. For several decades, ecologists, foresters and anthropologists have called our attention to the ways that trees communicate with each other and forge a community with other organisms and species. Referencing Tompkins and Bird 2016, Simard and Durrell 2004, and Myers 2015. Whether spurred by the arboreal ability to sequestrate carbon or incentivized by global prestige and recognition under the Bond Challenge, mass reforestation campaigns fail to acknowledge an essential link of responsibility as referenced uh, with reference to Haraway 2008 and Barad 2007 in more than human relations. I focus on Miyawaki urban forests because of the way they have been imagined as an instant and complete fix. By focusing on diversity in small spaces, the Miyawaki urban forest is constructed 
as a dense assemblage of indigenous trees and plants, with reference Miyawaki 1998 and Miyawaki and Gauli 1993. This model pro promises to be ecologically self-sustainable compared to other urban greening projects that either emphasized monocultured or non-indigenous tree planting. The planting technique derives its name from its founder, Japanese botanist Akira Miyawaki. By comparing the vegetation in millennia-old forest around shrines and temples called Jinju Mori with the evergreen broadleaf forest region in Japan, Miyawaki concluded that it was possible to regenerate land through indigenous species. At its core, the Miyawaki planting method operates under the premise that human activity has changed the carrying capacity of a landscape, the ability of the environment to regenerate and compromised ecosystem services such as water absorption, carbon sequestration, and provision of food and timber. Reference Miyawaki and Box 2006. The responsibility restored the environmental damage caused by centuries of agricultural development, monocropping, urbanization, and deforestation is an essential right to ecological integrity and preservation of biocomplexity. Since the success of the first large-scale experiment of the Miyawaki method at Nippon Steel Corporation's industrial unit in the 1970s, the Miyawaki method has been adapted to urban environments all over the world. Encouraged by their quick growth and sustainability narrative, Pakistan's Ministry of Climate Change announced plans for 126 Miyawaki urban forests across the country, with 51 in Lahore, 15 in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa, 20 in Islamabad, and 5 in Karachi. Reference Kumar 2021. However, this is not only a tsunami of trees, but also a moment of skepticism and ethical discomforts. Local experts have voiced concerns over the administrative rush to scale this initiative and have cautioned that the Miyawaki model still needs to be tested across Pakistan's diverse geography and weather pattern. Reference Kumar 2021. Pakistan lies in the subtropical zone with annual rainfalls much lower than the equatorial zones where the Miyawaki technique was developed. This is not to suggest that the Miyawaki plantations may not succeed at all, but instead, more research, experimentation, and thought needs to be placed on this urban forestry project. Akira Miyawaki himself had advocated that it is necessary to attend to the different forms of land use and soil qualities to create sustainable environments. Such advice is not unprovoked considering that earlier this year the government inaugurated the biggest Miyawaki urban forest with 165,000 plants and cultivated over almost 12 acres. Reference Pakistan Ministry of Climate Change press release. Before we applaud such projects in anticipation of future benefits, it is critical to question the assumptions under, under which they are marked as such. Untangling present and future concerns. The consequences of afforestation projects such as the Miyawaki urban forests are larger than the failure of scaling up or overemphasizing effectiveness. The consequences lie at the heart of what we take for granted environmental projects to encounter climate change. Below, I briefly situate some of the ecological and ethical knots that are easily ignored. Dispossessed. Borders set up around Miyawaki urban forest sites are meant to protect the new growth during the initial two to five years, after which they may become sustainable. Yet, if nature is meant to coexist and co-create urban futures with humans, these borders displace the public from their shared spaces and dispossess collective human and non-human relating. This has often 
happened in the gentrification of parks and public spaces. Reference Hassan 2019. However, the Miyawaki urban forest sites signal not only a spatial disposition, but also a relational disposition that isolates trees as a functionalist apparatus in cities. What of the memories that have what of the memories of trees that have fallen, forested landscapes that are forgotten, and saplings that are expected to grow without the ecological assemblage of humans, plants, fungi, insects, and animals? It is only by destabilizing the teleological pattern of urban development that we can open up the possibilities for human tree relations and cities as ecological laboratories for the tracking of future natures. Reference Gandhi and Jasper 2020. Towards this pursuit of more than just of more just inclusive futures, we must consider whether the Miyawaki forests are just an aesthetic or ideological distraction from the threat to old growth trees and incumbent green spaces. A future in depth? The Miyawaki urban forest has a high initial cost. One of the reasons is because of the way that the soil must be prepared and treated before plantings are before planting saplings. Yet there are still unanswered questions regarding the effects on the water table, soil quality, and land topography. The effects on the hydrological or soil systems could potentially provoke alternate needs and costs for engineering the landscape. Relatedly, while the Miyawaki urban forest is supposed to act as a buffer against ongoing climatic changes in urban settings, there is still limited research on how quickly or slowly plant organisms experience spatial urbanization and how they respond differently to different environmental changes such as temperature, moisture, aridity, and other factors. Given these gaps, it is important to locate how species evolve in response to climate change and how they can constitute adaptive and maladaptive responses. Reference Diamond and Martin 2021. Therefore, while accounting for the potential benefits of this method, we also need to factor in the possibility for harm and unintended ill effects to human tree relations. Nature by numbers. It is also misleading to assume that the Miyawaki urban forest can take place of existing forested landscapes. Based on observations from Chennai in India, Daniels and Venkasian note that even as the best preserved national forests in the Western Ghats have a density of 200 to 300 trees per acre, the Miyawaki technique permits more than 4,000 trees and shrubs per acre. By focusing on density as vertical growth rather than horizontal growth, officials compromise on the white canopies and natural maturation of many species. Sole emphasis on density and numbers also overlooks the connection between tree growth and their ability for carbon sequestration. First, a all from 2017 contend that urban plants face environmental stresses that in extreme cases transform plants from carbon sinks to carbon sources and hence exacerbate the climatic effects they are meant to mitigate. To take the effectiveness of Miyawaki urban forest only by the number of trees or number of forests is to ignore that trees need space, time and a healthy ecosystem to grow before they can undertake the responsibility for environmental futures. Belonging. The focus on indigenous species is problematic. At what stage is a tree species indigenous to the area? How does climate change influence which of our tree friends will survive and which will only struggle? 
Schaeffer argues that the built environments often harbor optimal conditions for non-native species and as such, a proactive urban management approach should focus on ecological models to predict and populate urban environments for non-natives. This intervention could also lower the ecological damage and number of undesirable species that often spark fear and anxiety when non-natives appear on their own. Reference Schaffer 2018 on page 727. Concluding thoughts. The dilemma of doing not enough or too much of the wrong approach has tremendous consequences for urban habitats. It is particularly worrying if our proposals for national or planetary skills of restoration or environmental equivocation depend on ignoring the narrative and presence of existing more than human relations. What if, instead of climatic futures and tree responsibilities, we can take human tree relations as an ethical intervention to address urban futures and climatic responsibility? One possibility is to recognize in the cultures and ecologies of trees in, is to recognize the cultures and ecologies of trees in relation but not contingent on human reference. Kimmerer 2021 gestures us to this possibility through kinship. Kimmerer quotes, the, and I start, the land will teach us restoration not only of trees themselves but also of our relationship with them. We need not be passive consumers or companions of trees, treating them as a scaffolding for our aspirations. We could view them as our relatives, as kinfolk we have treated badly, and to whom we seek to make amends." End quote. By thinking with trees and forests as agents who construct their selves across communities of humans and other beings, we can acknowledge that the future is not only human or for human. To recognize that climatic harms continue to impact more than human worlds of trees is to acknowledge that our plans and proposals should be about ecological integrity and kinship. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any comments and feedback, feel free to share them with us on the blog. You can find the link to the post in the description of the episode.